Welcome to the Mind Her Business Podcast, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to scale their business while taking care of your mindset, your health, and your family. Honestly, it's just trying to keep your head above water. So go ahead and pour yourself a cup of coffee or make your favorite cocktail. We don't judge. It's time to become the holistic CEO you're meant to be. I think today's episode is going to be really great because we want to talk about lead and lead generation. And I feel like as we come into this busy holiday season, I mean, when you guys are listening to this episode, it is like the end of November. So we have December still. But I feel like everybody kind of takes their foot off the gas. Do you agree? Oh, in their business? It's like um, maybe clients aren't booking sales calls or prospective clients aren't booking sales calls because of the holidays or you're wanting to take some time off from sales calls during the yeah. holiday season. And so it's really easy to say, okay, I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to, I'm going to back off on that. And you're not moving your business forward. And I think there are some ways that you can be thinking about moving your business forward that maybe don't require you to be on sales calls. And so that's kind of what today's little mini episode is all about. Yeah is how we're going to help you generate your first 100 leads with um, your email list. Yeah, there's such a like fine balance, right? I I know I've said this so many times, but the month of December, November, even like November, December is when people are completely, it feels like overwhelmed and like burnt out by like holidays and personal life that it's easy if your business is in the comfortable spot to just be like, I'll come, I'll like find that in the new year. Yeah. And I actually feel like that's one of the biggest disservices you can do for yourself. Even if you just take 30 minutes a day to do something that's like building and like moving your business forward, it's so powerful. I've recently started rereading The Slight Edge and I read it back in, I want to say I read it at the end of 2019 and it like completely changed the way that I feel like I approached my everyday. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you, I haven't. Oh no. my gosh, it's so good. But it's like, I it found it on a bookshelf last week and I was like, I need to reread this again yeah. because he basically talks about how inside of all of us, there's like two versions of us. Right. And so for him, it was the beach bum and the millionaire. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he had lived both of those lives where he was not successful. He lost everything. And then he built multiple like million dollar businesses. And he was like, I'm the same person. And so he doesn't agree with like what a lot of people in the personal development space say, where they're like, you can ultimately change everything about you and all of your beliefs. He's like, I think at the end of the day, like we are who we are, but there's things we can do that like give us the slight edge towards success. So it's a very interesting perspective. But something he says that I was like, man, this is like, I can see this. I can literally see this throughout our business. And why I think that this time is so powerful is he was like, if you look at, if you feel like you're on a roller coaster, you feel like your business is on a roller coaster, I can tell you it's because you're doing this one thing. He, and this is going on a different tangent, but basically... He's <laughs> I kind of like, love this tangent. Keep going. <laughs> he's basically like, this is the reason why you go on a roller coaster. You go on a roller coaster because your business isn't doing well. Your back is against a wall. You push really hard and you get up into survival. So you go Mm -hmm. from like fear to survival. And then once you hit survival, you're like, I'm good. And it drops back down Mm -hmm. because you stop doing the things that took you to survival. So that's why you're always on this roller coaster between stress, we're going to lose everything, survival, stress, we're going to lose everything, Mm -hmm. survival. And he's like, if you can get to survival and if you can keep doing those little things, he's like, and they're little that then take you like that got you to 
that survival, then that's when you get to success. My gosh, you say that all the time. I mean, you are so much more in the sales side of our business than I am the sales and the marketing side of the business. But you've said that so many times in the last few years as we've gone through this pattern of we're sitting really comfortable with clients, Mm -hmm. right? And we're like, okay, well, we really can't bring anybody else on. Or if we bring in somebody else on, we're going to need another team member. And you kind of back off. But you back off enough for a longer period of time where if we lose a couple clients and it's like, oh, you're back in that survival mode again, right? And so we know from... Um, trial and yeah. error that we, we can't sure. do that anymore. So such a good point. For sure. And I think that that's something that like our business has been changing a lot. And so now for us, it's more like there have been periods and I know we'll get into this later, but there mm-hmm. have been periods where it would have been really easy not to post content. Absolutely. Like, it would have been the easiest thing to be like, we have lots of leads coming in. We're not going to post stuff. We're not going to yep. show up. And that's like actually the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Because the, and it makes sense, right? He's like, you literally got yourself to this point. But if you only ever get yourself to that point, that's the point you're going to continue to stay mm-hmm. at. So I think that this period that we're coming into, coming into the month of December, like this is the time that you have to like get that slight edge, if you want yep. to call it that. And you get that opportunity to, especially while everyone else is like, taking their foot off the gas pedal yep. while they are like relaxing, you have the opportunity to spend 30 minutes a day. We're not talking about like work eight yes. hour days. No, You have 30 minutes a day where you can just get a little bit better and get a little bit further ahead from people. And I also like that this can be done on that like downtime, off yeah. time, in between things, right? That are going on in the holiday season. I think that's the other thing. It's like people see, oh, maybe the sales calls aren't as, you know, aren't as hot right now. So oh, I'll just take the day off or I'll take some time off. This could be a way for you to go, okay, I'm still going to be generating leads for 2024, right? I'm going to get sales calls on the book for 2024 um, by doing these little action items. And so we really want to talk about how you can generate maybe your first or your next 100 leads by January 2024, right? So this we're talking like a 30-day time period in this first 100 leads. And I really feel like the best way and the way that we've built our email list is by having a freebie, Mm -hmm. right? A lead magnet of some sort. And so we want to talk about what is that process? How do you go from thinking about your lead magnet and then also communicating with them on your email list? So first point is, right, we start with the end goal in mind. Mm -hmm. And what is your goal? Yeah, I think you have to ask yourself that. You have to ask yourself like, why are you building this email list? Are you building it to sell a digital product? Are you building it to find clients? Because like anyone can create a freebie. Mm -hmm. Anyone can build an email list. But if you just have a bunch of people coming in where like they don't even really know why they're on your email list, like then those 100 leads aren't actually going to like do anything for you. So ask yourself, what is your goal? And ultimately, what are you going to be offering them? Because your freebie your lead magnet, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) has to align with that or else people are going to be severely confused. And we know that confused people just like don't take action. Yeah. When you think about it, there's a lot of great freebies out there, Mm -hmm. right? But it doesn't make sense if you're offering Pinterest management as a service and you put out a lead magnet about the first way to your first 100 leads in email marketing, right? right? Such a disconnect. Great lead magnet for somebody else, but not for your service that you're offering or your product that you have. So I agree. You got to think of your outcome Mm -hmm. with your service or your product first, your paid offer first, Mm -hmm. before you ever start to construct your free lead magnet. 
yeah, it's only going to help you in the long run. I mean, I can't remember what the first lead magnet was that we, when you were saying that, I was trying to think about that. I was like, what was the very first lead magnet we ever created? Oh gosh, we'd have to go real far back in the Canva archives. I kind of feel like, I mean, the furthest one back I can think about was like a, like a free download. It was like literally like a free PDF download and it was how you're going to make money with Pinterest. And it didn't really make any sense. <laughs> well, it's very broad. Yeah, it was very broad. <laughs> it didn't really make a lot of sense. And it just kind of was like, you know, bringing in like a wide range of people. And that's like the first thing I can remember. I can't really remember anything else, but you I get mean, better over time, right? You do. You do. And you you understand like what your people need over yep. time too. Absolutely. Which I think is massive. So point number one is knowing what you're going to offer, right? Yeah. And to who you're going to offer it to, the service. And then number two is actually creating your lead mm-hmm. magnet. Now I feel like your lead magnet should be value packed, not free fluff, but you also brought up a good point and you said it needs to not be everything, right? There's a yeah. fine balance. So when we first rolled out our very first like free masterclass for the pin method, which is our Pinterest course, we gave them so much information to the point where you were on the free training and it was like, wow, I have a lot of action I need to go take. Mm -hmm. Like I actually don't, I can't buy your product yet. And so there is this fine balance where it's like, you want to highlight that you know what you're talking about. And we teach everyone how to do this inside of OCS because it is like, it really is, I would say, um, like an art in a way. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you want to be able to teach people and show your expertise and get those aha moments. I think you should be aiming for aha moments over how-tos. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing with like social content, right? Yeah. We don't do how-to content. And this really came together for me when um, I downloaded or I signed up for somebody's free masterclass and it was 20 minutes and she walked you through one quote unquote aha moment. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is what's missing from our stuff. Like yeah. we're telling people how to find keywords. We're telling people how to do this, how to do that. Well, yeah, they just got a free program. Yeah. So of course they're all going to take action, yeah. you know? Um, and that's what we do like with our free masterclass leading into the Pinterest VA school. There's a lot of aha moments, like being able to figure out how much you're going to charge each hour yeah. is like a massive aha, but we're not saying here's the exact framework to go do it. I also think, and then I'm done on this long-winded <laughs> rant, I also think when you give people so much information to the point where they think that they know what to do, and you, anyone listening to this, and you and I know this, mm-hmm. you're not going to sit on a free masterclass for 60 minutes and have all the answers to success. Yeah. But if you create your content in a way that makes that people think that, then you're actually doing them a major disservice because then they're not going to take action yeah. and they're going to keep going through that cycle. No, I totally agree. I think the one thing that I've noticed too that some freebies lack or the difference between a really good freebie and a um, bad freebie is that it doesn't lead into your offer, right? Yeah. It doesn't lead into that paid service. So to make it a killer lead magnet, just keep keeping that in the back of your mind, right? That you're somehow going to motivate people into your paid offer, yeah. your paid service, your paid program, right? I mean, you just went through that experience. You With, downloaded a freebie. Oh yeah. Yeah. You downloaded a freebie and then you were like, this is great. Took action and yep. bought a program, right? Absolutely. Like, but if she was... I was like the perfect yeah. I, uh, client avatar. I feel yeah. like if they had more and more of me, they'd be much better off because I was like, this is exactly what yeah. I need. Yes, done and done. But it's because yeah. they like spoke to that, they right? Did. They weren't like, here's how you're going to do everything. and But they like set it up in a way that was very, this is what we can do for yep. you. Here's an irresistible way for us to be able to make this happen for you. Yep. And I just think that's like a perfect example 
of if they would have given you everything in the kitchen sink, you would have been like, you may have also not taken action because it was probably free, not, you know, not with the how to. You're yeah. right, though. They gave me all the ahas, right? It was a lot of points where I had to take some action yeah. by thinking through the process, by um, digging deep and kind of outlining what I thought. But yeah. it was more on like how this product would impact me yeah. than it was the how to of setting it all up, which yeah. is again what their paid program is 100%. all about. So, it's, yeah. And that's why it's like it's an art, right? Yep. It totally is. So I feel like if you're thinking through the process of a lead magnet, one of the big things, again, is who are you serving? So keep that in mm-hmm. mind. What is the outcome that they're going to get at the end of the lead magnet, right? Mm-hmm. So again, keeping your offer in mind too. And then can you provide a specific timeline? I yeah. feel like that makes it like a slam dunk. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. like, are they going to be able to take action in the next 30 days? Yeah. Are they going to get a result in the next 24 hours? Providing a timeline for a lead magnet can be a real big motivating factor for somebody to to jump into it too. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so you've got your offer, right? You know what your offer is. You know what your lead magnet now is going to be. Now we have to drive traffic. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is where you really shine. <laughs> um, so I think you have to decide where, like what platforms you want to use to drive traffic, yeah. right? Like we've done and we still do TikTok, Instagram, and Pinterest. Those yeah. are our three that we drive to our freebies. And um, I think we, well, we had a very unique experience that a week and a half ago at this point, which when, when we this, were talking about Pinterest, well, I was gonna say when this comes out, it's going to be like a month, Yeah, but we had a, um, we had a, a real go viral on Instagram. And so we've had over the last year and a half, we've had probably, I think like four videos go viral, three of them on TikTok, one on Instagram. And it's been really interesting how much your messaging plays a role mm-hmm. in like, we can't control the video goes viral. Let's yep. just like call a spade a spade. And you can still, I think this is proof, you can still go viral on both platforms. Yeah. But if your messaging isn't honed in, you're going to run the risk of having a lead come in that is like the worst lead, right? You're going to have this lead come in that isn't ever going to take action. And so when we went viral on TikTok, like over a year ago, we had a bunch of leads come in and I would say more of those leads took action um, and joined us inside of one of our programs. We just went viral on Instagram and I don't know what it was about the video, but it ended up on a for you page. I wish it would not ended up on, (laughs) to be honest with you guys. And so we had a ton of leads come in where I would say maybe like 10% of them were good. And I think it just came down to like the messaging. Like there was something in the messaging that brought in the wrong person when it was going viral, which is like, we don't have control over that. We don't have control like who ends up seeing it. But it was an amazing lesson on the fact that if you are looking to grow an email list, if you are looking to continue to bring more leads in, like you would rather have a hundred quality leads than mm-hmm. to have 10,000 that are just freebie seekers looking for this like quick hack. And yep. so that's why I truly believe that like your messaging and like it results in the type of lead that comes into your email list, yep. regardless if your content is going viral or not. Yep, absolutely. And then your lead magnet needs yep. to kind of qualify the person as well, yep. well right? Yeah. So you bring in the person who maybe they loved what you had to say on the video, but yeah. get hit your lead magnet and it's like, oh, that's not for yeah. me. For sure. That's also a great way to make sure that you're getting in the right quality lead. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So we know those first three things. Now, I think the biggest thing, once you're driving traffic and you're getting those leads into your email list, is just to keep in touch, yeah. right? And in my mind, I feel like 
finding a cadence that works for you when you're sending out emails, especially in the beginning, yeah. is more important than making sure you're keeping touch with them like a couple times a week, right? I think that's one of the things a lot of our students are always a little hesitant about when it comes to email marketing is if I start, yeah. can I keep up with sure. the email marketing schedule that I have? And I think if it's like every other month or like not every other month, every other week, right? That you're talking to them, you're just giving them a little... Um, a little bit of marketing insight into what you do or you're promoting your service or something that you heard about when it comes to your service and you're just staying top of mind for them, I feel like that's really what's the most important. Yeah. I mean, it always comes back to like, what's the purpose, right? Yeah. What's the purpose of them being on your list? I know something that we did for like, goodness, two years was I would write a weekly newsletter that went out to everyone who entered through one of our freebies and it would highlight what was happening in the Pinterest space, what this meant for their business. And then there was like some short little bullets on Pinterest in the news yeah. and then ways for them to work with us. And like that newsletter did not take me a long time. It was just a lot of like, here's what's happening. Yep. Very simple. And I think that's why I was able to stay consistent with it for so long, yep. right? Like it was just very clear what that person was going to get from it. And then I think that's a really good example too, because right, we might have people that are in both the product space, selling a yep. product and in the service space. And I get a lot of, we get a lot of pushback from people in the service space. Like, do I need to start building yep. my list? I think that's a really good example. Yep. You actually put out a newsletter and we had somebody who had joined our list mm -hmm. and had a brand and then contacted us yeah. and said, oh my gosh, this resonated with me. I want to start working with you guys. Yeah. It wasn't like they came in maybe from one of our free lead magnets, but then they actually wanted to yeah. use us for a service. So I feel like don't underestimate the power of like lead magnets for your ideal client in the service oh, industry. Yeah. It happened to us like two or three times yeah. and they would actually like reply and respond to the newsletter. And they were like, how can I book a call to like have you guys manage my stuff? Like that's massive when you think about it. Um, because then that's like, I mean, it's a reoccurring client at that point, right? Yep. So it's like your newsletter just became that much more valuable to you. I love it. Me too. It's so great. So I hope you guys got a lot of insight into how you can build your email list and get your first 100 leads by January yes. 1. If you enjoyed this mini episode, we would really love if you could do us a favor and go ahead and rate and review this podcast mm -hmm. or even screenshot this podcast and tag both of us. I'm at Brie Galloway mm -hmm. underscore. And I'm at Emily VDW. It just means so much. Yes. All right, guys. That's all. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you could go ahead and leave us a review and let us know what your biggest takeaway was, we'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to connect with you over on Instagram. I'm at Emily VDW. And I'm at Brie Galloway underscore. See you next week. Bye.